0: Hey, podcast listeners, welcome to our episode 28 of Brain Lava, Team Odea's podcast dedicated to all things marketing and technology. I am Patty Rio, president of Odea, joined by designer extraordinaire Stephanie Cosgrove. Hello, Stephanie. Hey, Patty. Stephanie is here because last week we wrote a blog post about our Bargain bin marketing tactics. the Marketing tactics, we believe, should be left in the bargain bin. And Stephanie went a step farther. She actually has a marketing tactic that is, one might call it a pet peeve. So we thought we would talk more about that today. You don't want this just left in the bargain bin. You want this... I want it to die in a fire. A glorious death. Yeah. Yes. And that is the concept of proper image resizing Also known as don't make your logo look like I'm seeing it in a funhouse mirror. Mm -hmm. Very somewhat basic stuff, but it still happens all over the globe. So we are on a crusade to end improper image resizing. Yes, it is the mission
1: that we're on.
0: (laughs) So here's some very, very simple tips as you are working in Microsoft products. And then if you want to get super fancy, go ahead and buy some Adobe we're gonna give you some some quick hits though too right yeah so first and foremost we see this a lot in um, gosh, there's nothing worse than being at the conference or someone's presentation and they pull up the, the front slide of their deck and there's their logo in all misshapen glory yeah
1: and it really happens I get why it happens um, it still makes me sad, but I understand, you know, that um, folks are, tr- are taking a file that they have got from somewhere, whether it's an image or a logo, and they're trying to make it fit in a certain spot. Um, and they still want it to be as large as possible and fill this area. And so it ends up getting smooshed, whether it's, you know, smooshed horizontally or vertically, it's misshaping letters or people or sunsets, whatever whatever your image is. So yeah, we've just got, you know,
0: ways to avoid that. Yeah. So way number one. The the first step is instead of cutting and pasting an image or a logo into a Word doc or into a PowerPoint, use the insert functionality. Mm -hmm. There's a reason it's in there. It actually inserts a copy of that into the file. Mm-hmm. So better than cutting and pasting, especially if you're gonna cut and paste from a place that's already misshapen, use that insert no matter what Microsoft program you're in and it actually will bring in the complete file.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like, it's you're telling your PowerPoint or your Word document to actually go to the original source file of your logo or your image And pull it directly from where that image just lives and exists on your hard drive or on your file folder.
0: Exactly. Once it is there, tip number two, and this might be the most important one, at least in my opinion, use the corners. Corners. If you think of nothing else, think of corners. And shift. And shift. And that keeps it proportioned. Right. Right? So instead of dragging from middle side or middle top or middle bottom, which just moves your image, uh, just adjust your image size on one axis. If you pull from the corner, do shift. It actually keeps it in the same ratio,
1: in the same proportion. Right. So holding shift and pulling from the corner will keep you safe. Absolutely.
0: Um, There is also still to this day a lovely Microsoft product called Microsoft Paint, (laughs) which (laughs) Stephanie laughs at because designers might be a little hoity, um, and laugh at my paint. It's the only...
1: It's the only thing that she's allowed to have. That's exactly it. It's the only (laughs)
0: semi-design software product that I'm allowed to have. And I've got mad paint skills. But paint does allow you to crop. Paint does allow you to use those um, proportions and change the size and say, change this proportionally. So if I reduce the width down 25% because I'm trying to squeeze it into a smaller spot. Paint will actually then do the math for me because we also know I'm math challenged. And we'll reduce it vertically 25%. So it keeps it in ratio. That's what this is all about, right? Like not screwing with that ratio so that it gets too tall or too short or too fat or too skinny.
1: Right, and something that you just touched on, which was a cropping idea. Um, There are times when we've got an image that we really love to use and we need to crop it to be smaller or maybe like a square, what you can do is um, use that crop function. So that's essentially creating a mask um, so that only the area that is masked is showing. So everything else is then not showing anymore. And then you can go back in and adjust that mask where it is. You need to sometimes change it to like a circle or a shape you know, if you're going for like a triangle or a hexagon or you're just getting Fancy. crazy and putting it into a flower. I don't know. Maybe maybe don't do that also. But um <laughs> That's another podcast. That's another podcast. But yeah, you can mask your images to get them in the right, you know, the thing that you want focused, whether it's somebody's face, if their if their headshot is like really wide or really tall. You have a lot of their um, shirts showing, but you actually just need a circle like on their face to crop in for their bio. You can use that mask function.
0: Yeah, we're all getting more and more used to this, right? The social tools like Facebook just lets us do it natively in Facebook. You drop in a new profile pic and Facebook just automatically sets that circle for you and lets you kind of or adjust the photo so that your face is actually in it and not like cropping off your forehead. Paint does a lot of the same functions. Super easy to use, to ad- you can do it in um, powerpoint too you can do it in mm-hmm. powerpoint too mm-hmm. two additional tips on that number one do a save as mm-hmm. so right do a save as on your photo so that way you keep your original so should you ever need it should you ever want more of that shirt should you ever need you know the entire sunset instead of just the sun you have it so do a save as i cannot stress that enough yeah seriously <laughs> and rename give it a different file name and then second bonus tip is when you're in powerpoint because We tend to do seriously visual PowerPoint decks. It is my, one of my pet peeves of the world is white PowerPoints with a lot of black text. Can't stand it. So we do very, very visual decks for ourselves and for clients. That means they can get heavy very fast as we're inserting these photos. Not just pasting, but we're inserting these photos. So PowerPoint has the ability for you to get rid of any of the photo that you've cropped out. So that says... PowerPoint, if I cropped that photo while I was in PowerPoint, get rid of the access. I don't need that. So that makes the file size smaller. And then you can also compress your photos. Mm -hmm. So you compress it down to like the resolution that you need to email so that you can actually email it and not have to maybe send a Dropbox links. It just makes the file lighter and doesn't impact the resolution. Doesn't impact that your visuals are still plenty clear to go across email and to use you know in a presentation yeah
1: and that's a good one to do at the end you know when you're done and ready to put a bow on it and send it away and while you're working some so yeah sometimes our working files can get pretty large so yeah you know just do it maybe as you feel ready to finally make that step in hacking it off make it a smaller file size when patty says it gets heavy it's that file size just gets really large
0: okay so stephanie for those folks who are like that's terrific great i've got microsoft completely handled i'm solid i'm good i'm not quite a designer but i'm doing a lot of manipulation a lot of cropping a lot of size changes i'm in social all the time i'm responsible for or social posts, and I want to be able to do things outside of what I can do in Word or with paint. I'm assuming Adobe Photoshop is our next best step. I mean, I don't know because I'm not allowed to have it, but <laughs> Adobe Photoshop for, for those kind of do-it-yourselfers who are, are ready for that next step.
1: Yeah, Photoshop is going to be your best bet. You want to get a lot more into manipulation Heck, in Photoshop, you can even start to get into playing with the color. Do you want to change your your photo to black and white or maybe make it more vibrant or saturated in color? That's where you can start to manipulate things even outside of simple cropping and resizing
0: still super affordable. I mean, I think that just Photoshop itself or maybe Photoshop with one of the other apps is like 20 bucks a month. Mm-hmm, Does that 10, sound 20? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So still super affordable. Definitely gives you a next level ability. Obviously, it's named Photoshop in order to manipulate those photos. So those are your your choices, at least, that we use all the time. Mm-hmm. Some of us. Okay, me. Uh, you know, live in the world of paint. And then our designers, our folks responsible for social assets, are all really relying on on Photoshop. Mm-hmm. But yeah. end of day, please treat those photos and images with care. Keep them in ratio. Keep them proportionate. And help Stephanie rid the world of funhouse mirror logos.
1: <laughs> I'm sad. Smooshed logos. <laughs> that's me,
0: smooshed logo. All right. Well, this has been our latest Brain Lava. We hope you learned something as always. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on the web at www.teamodia. And we're always looking for new ideas, new suggestions, new questions. So feel free to find us at hello at Teamodia. And until next time, thanks for all your brilliant stuff. Thank you.